try to block me, I'ma show aggression. Slide on your block like Danny Glover with a lethal weapon. I fucked your thoughts, she gave me top, I guess that's my confession. Got no regrets, I made mistakes, but Dude, I went from I my lessons. Really I like listening to every song. Scotty had sent it to me like months ago, and I was like, fuck it, this sucks, bro. And um, I don't know, then I, I heard that Hot Now, and you like, I love you that. like it, and then I was like... I showed my boy down in yo, Florida that song. the other song, though, is like a sick club banger. The one, the one you sent, sent me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sent you, I liked it. I have no idea the name of it right now. No, you, it was YouTube that you sent it to me on. Yeah, I don't have fucking... I don't know why I don't have Apple Music right now, but I'm just like stingy, I think. I'm gonna you should buy definitely it. pay the It's better than Spotify, right? Way better. No offense, Spotify. Shout but... out Spotify, but... Yeah, I've been trying to get it on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, but they haven't, like, responded to the... Th- you have to send them, like, a link, like a certain, I don't know. How do you go RSS about... something link. But just to prove that you're, like... I you're sent the it from the Anchor, like, that host site, and it went through the laughable. Dude, that guy hit me up. I'm going to read this to you. It was freaking hilarious. He just, like, was calling me bro... Calling me dude And this laughable is like the And this is like a fucking pretty professional podcast Uh app And it's one of the more better of all of them Because it links you with a face of who's talking on the fucking app So if I'm listening to Joe Rogan And he has Joey Diaz on And I'm like, dude, Joey Diaz is a funny motherfucker His name and pictures right under the fucking podcast thing And you can click it And you go to his account It goes straight to his fucking every podcast he's ever been on that's not on itunes like that no so now i'm linked to all these other people's fucking podcasts so i went and listened to i like ran out of joey diaz fucking podcast to listen to because i love it i holy shit there's a fucking major raccoon over there that just ran by anyways so i was like fuck it let me go to like one he's just been on recently with Theo Vaughn, and he's a funny-ass comedian. And the only way I had that option or, like, knew about it was because of this app. That's the only way I listen to podcasts. Shout-out to Laughable, but yeah. that's fucking sick as fuck. That is cool. That's a good idea, and that's kind of a great way to I'm more curious. I want to kind of do research and see, like, how they, uh, you know, started came about, and came yeah. out. You know what I mean? I mean... Seems the, like a couple seemed, of bros. Well, it seems like a couple of guys that like podcasts or do podcasts, right? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Joe Rogan invented it. <laughs> that, I heard it through... Um, this was, like, last year. It was a sponsor on this dude, Ari, Shaf- Ari Shafir's podcast. I think it's called The Skeptic Tang or something. And, um, it, and I was like... He literally described everything I just said about it. And I was like, all right, that's fucking dope. I downloaded it. And it was a much easier way to fucking listen to it, too. Because it never went iTunes. Sometimes it wouldn't download or wouldn't fucking be able to play it. It would just... It would give me, like, a fucking problem. I would have to delete the app or, like, delete shit or whatever. With this, it just fucking deletes right away after. It doesn't save in your phone. You just listen to it. But then you, like, don't have service and you still listen to it. Because it downloaded already. Mm-hmm. So you go on the plane, it's still like, gee. This dude hit me up. Ned Kennedy. <laughs> um, call me brother. Let me see it. Maybe he didn't call me dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Taylor, just send us your RSS URL and we'd be happy to add you. Thanks for the kind words, brother. <laughs> Ned. It's pretty cool. Awesome. That guy's, this guy's awesome. Yeah, let's meet Ned one day. Yeah. Shout out Ned. Uh, shout out Ned Nels- Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. I, uh, I am interested to hear, uh, 
but yeah, that's just. I am interested to hear your weekend though. Um, Wait a minute. Let me talked. tell you about this. So, Rob was like, "Can you go Saturday morning and help out this guy? That's a friend of me and Peter's. He's older. He just has like nobody to help him out. Like everybody kind of cut him off. I don't know if he's like a booze bag or whatever, but." He like his wife died a little maybe a year ago or however many years ago, but he's just like fucking done with life. He's pissed, and he's might maybe like late sixties, like old man, dude. And you can tell like when I so I went to this boatyard to fucking help him prepare his boat to take off and go to Florida. He dr- dr- rides so his, his boat's boat in a coast. big fucking warehouse right now, where all the boats are being stored. But it's like kind of like a dingy like fucking boatyard. You know what I mean? Like an old fisherman's mm-hmm. boatyard. So all the boats in there are fucking. They're not working. They're like I was looking at them. They were huge. No like, engines on them. Engines, fucking. This thing was from the sixties. Got a hole in this one. Yeah. So, but this guy's boat was not up on anything. It was in the middle of the hangar. It almost took up half the hangar. That's how big his boat was, bro. This is to go. To Florida, like deep sea, and uh, is he driving it or is he riding the boat? Down? He's gonna drive the boat from Boston on the ocean to yeah, Florida, on the coast, right? On the coast, yeah. That's awesome. And he's preparing it now to like do that, but he had it sitting there for so long that the batteries like went out of like they just died. So then he needed somebody to fucking pick them up because they're 150 pounds each battery out of the thing, out of the fucking bottom of the boat. Like, this was no cakewalk, right? And I thought it was two batteries that we were putting into the boat. When I get there, he goes, it's just you? I go, huh? I thought we were just lifting two batteries up. He goes, dude, I have eight batteries that I need to disconnect out of the uh, underneath this boat. And, and then put eight in. And no, not put them in. He, I need to go bring them to this place and, and mm-hmm. trade them in. So I'm like, how are we going to get these batteries from the fucking basement essentially of your boat in out of these crawl spaces up the fucking next stage and then I gotta carry it to the edge of the boat the 150 pound thing and then tie a rope around it like I'm in the military and jimmy it down 15 feet I took a ladder to get on the boat like a fucking working man's ladder that's that's it was like dude the boat was about that high from the ground just so like the back of it. 15 feet. So I, I'm like, what? So we went one at a time. He disconnected him, wrote whatever he had to write down, and I dragged the fucking battery to the, to the next um, whatever sh- stage, and he was a boss and helped me fucking lift it because I could not have lifted that into the thing. So we, like, created this system of, like, fucking... Platforms, you know, whatever we could find, toolbox. Get it up six thing, inches, just get so we could six. get it up enough so that I could get out of the little fucking whatever I'm whatever that crawl is space, crawl space yeah. on the platform of the boat and then pull it out myself, and then I would drag it like another eight feet or I'd pick it up like I I was deadlifting these things, bro, yeah. and they're this wide and I'm caveman walking or whatever they call that and <laughs> dropping it and when it drops, they almost weigh as much as you. Dude, it had that as much as I weigh. I'm picking my body weight up, and just in the guys looking at me like, "You can do that," and I'm not like saying that I was like beast mode in it, but I had to because there was no way. 
you know? Eight times. And that was eight times. And then... Did he pay you? The rope. He gave me a hundo, out of respect. But it was sad to see this guy, like, a deteriorated man. You know what I mean? Like, somebody who's just had it. He's a He was like, I can't wait to get fucking wasted now. That was rough. Dude, he was bleeding. He, he had, like, a maybe some cancer, you could tell. And, like... Since he got, like, the He got a skin, cut, and it paper. just fucking went everywhere. So I'm it's like, like, dude... I got you. Like, if you gave him an Indian rug burn, it would just, like, the skin would just be, like... It'd be disgusting. Like, like chicken. Yeah. Like, when you eat a chicken, the skin... It'd be gone. It'd be gone. So, I don't know. I was just... I felt felt bad for the guy. That's just I felt for the man, dude. So, I was like, whatever it takes. And I was like... At the end, I was like, listen, if you ever need any more, like, help, here's my number. Yeah. And I think you, like, needed that because you don't have friends. Nobody (laughs) in that boat yard was helping him. Because they hate him. When yeah. he goes to Florida, I mean, he's, what he's going to do, call you? Well, I mean, getting his boat ready. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it was sad, but it was almost like a wake-up call a little bit to fucking get it going. I know. And you joined Latitude, he, though? Yeah, I want to you know? um, fucking get back to where... Well, I want to go to a different level. Does of that what you sense? were before? Yeah, I don't like that level. That was just like... You're a pretty good Throwing team, weight around and, and the ways you would see on YouTube. Like, I would watch Kai Green, who's a bodybuilder, who looks like the Predator. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he actually guy, pretends yeah, to the, be the Predator. That's the guy that has the thing. Dude, his body is fucking gnarly. Yeah, he takes steroids. But he used to be homeless, that guy, actually. But he takes steroids. So. And obviously takes roids. But he takes steroids. But, like, dude, but dude, how I you know go, they work hard, but When you, you go from homeless to fucking that, that's cool. But he's, he's not like Phil Heath. Listen, I, I, saw, I used to know all about the bodybuilding world because that's all I would learn from. Was not, that's YouTube the worst people videos. to learn from. Dude. And that's what I'm getting at. The My body developed from. like it was preparing for the injection. You know what I mean? Because that's when I would have blown up. My body was like framing itself out for it like a house. And I was getting big, dude. I got 190-something pounds. I almost thought I would hit 200. But then I went to Hawaii and I lost, guy. So I was 185 pounds when I went there. I came back 140 pounds. Maybe. You're taking heroin? So, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I, I just stopped working out. And I didn't have, like, mad money for food. And I, it was my first time living alone, dude. So I was, like, not starving, but, like, I just all of a sudden wasn't eating like a maniac. Because I was eating a lot of, like, just chicken rice and just being a, that that dude, like, jug of water. Yeah, I was hydrated, but then I went, I never did cardio when I was fucking lifting. I never went on a treadmill or went outside to run. My cardio was fucking sports, baseball, whatever. And, dude, I remember running the two miles for ROTC for Stonehill, and it was, like, a secret struggle, like inner inner struggle. But I still play. I like did it in twelve minutes and like fifty seconds, two miles, which was like nice. one of the dudes did it in like nine minutes. Some kid did it in like seven. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. But I still wasn't like the dude huffing and walking, so it was still sucked. But when I went to Hawaii, dude, I was hiking a lot and running, and I started doing the trail running. Like I I got high from doing that. Like, when you run yeah, full... Yeah, through the woods. And the reason it started is because you have to go downhill. 
And you wa- have to, walking yeah. downhill is fucking horrible. It sucks. And when you would run, I, I'm a skier, so I made it a game. Like, I would jump off this route and this. And by, it was like trail running, like a fucking sport all of a sudden. Yeah. And then I was just going up and down the hills, like running bah, 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 every day. And if you fall, that's not going to feel too good. It though. happened a couple of times. But, like, dude, my hand, that's, I really, like, I still have it. My hand-eye coordination and footwork is fucking there, bro. It's on point. My feet are fast, dude. Like, and you don't, and I learned how to disconnect my entire, like, body and let it do itself. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. My brain's thinking about eight steps ahead of me. And the ones coming up to it were already planned out. Reacting, <laughs> reacting instead of thinking. Just doing it. Nike, baby. That's it. Just Nike. doing it. And, um, dude, it taught me more about skiing than anything because then when I started doing that, when I came back, I really got into skiing because I didn't go to Hawaii fucking to be a surfer. I just did it to run away, kind of. I wish I just went to the mountains because that's all I talked about there. I met a, the kid, my Ryan, Ryan was a roommate of mine who was used to be a pro snowboarder from Park City. Wow. So he's just showing me videos and I'm just like, why didn't I just go? Mouth-watering, yeah. What am I doing? And he's describing the life that I ended up living, you know what I mean, with the homies. Mm-hmm. He was 30 at the time, so he was done with it. He was like, I can't do this shit anymore because, like, I got to be, like, an adult. He was just, like, being a kid for a while, and I respected that. The trail running, do you think, like, like, I don't know, like, almost like it's, like, training. You could use that as training for a pro skier in the sense, like, like uh, the Jamaican bobsled team did, oh, like, in Africa. Sure. You know, like, you could be like, listen, it, let's go tra- trail running. It's, and- it's like hockey's it's making muscles that aren't supposed to be there yeah or like that we wouldn't going be able to use and straight like you're running forward right going but i've done it i mean i i ran it's like, the woods you know when you throw the ladder out and you're doing the fucking feet footwork yeah. for sports mm-hmm. it's that with a consequence because when you're going sometimes when you're going downhill you don't have to exert energy you allow momentum to fucking take over and you just focus on Where you're keeping landing. your muscles flexed so that they're not getting jelly and like fuck that yep. busting out. And once you can keep that form of in your legs and know exactly, like I said, those steps ahead of you, dude, it just becomes like fucking. If you were to film it, it would look crazy. It would look awesome, actually. I, yeah. I think it's a sport. There's like it has to be. Like I told you, remember the chick that ran the Moab two whatever two fifty. Yeah, the two hundred fifty. It's, it's actually two hundred sixty three miles, I think. Yeah. But they call it the two fifty, and then she did it before anybody, like forty eight hours. Yeah, she or beat something. the she beat the guy by like three slept hours. Slept a minute, slept twenty minutes, and was like, "I'm pissed. Let's go," and did it all. She said she blacked out at the end and was like seeing shit, like you know what I mean? Like you're you in the desert. Said- you literally exerted your <laughs> body. See shit in the desert. You literally exerted your body to the fullest, where you are just starting to. I want to know what going back to like getting back to fitness and my personal goal. I want to know where I can, where am I, where I stand. Because I've always wanted to join the military, and it wasn't just joining the military. It was let me get to the point where I can fucking join the get to the seals. seals yeah, you wanted to be able to kill anyone. I'll, not 
kill anybody like that, but I want... Be an assassin. Yeah, yeah, essentially. I I always wanted to be an assassin. Yeah. I'm not kidding with you. Like, that's a secret fucking psychotic your 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 type of strength is different than my type of strength. Like, you want to get to a point where not only you look good, but you're able to rock climb. But I perform. You got grip strength. You're you're holding yourself up. You want to be able to be mobile. Like, that's a tough, tough... Like a wiry strength is tough. Yeah, and it's only that was, God that's given. That's me. Yeah, you know? that's my body. Like, but that's yeah, it's only God given. Not that know? I'm fucking Achilles, but like if I was a pound for pound. If I was, uh, if, if we were in the back in the day, like I always try to put myself then, like nineteen. What would like, I have 20, to? What would I have what? to be then? Like I would. Yeah, what, if I'm what, this we size. If I'm like I'm talking about swords days. Like, oh, like fifteen, when, fourteen hundreds, dude. It like, does, maybe it doesn't matter what time, but when men, when people, men were battling each other. Waves with swords, dude. There was some dude, when you watch Game of Thrones, it kind of paints that that like like picture of a humongous man just manhandling you know, like little people. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest person, but I have that speed and like brains and hand-eye coordination. But I've also seen moments where I've created crazy amounts of force. Where like like I said like picked the fucking hundred fifty pound thing up that's not a big deal, but there's been moments where I've like say thrown a punch and I'm like I've never even felt that power in my life and you didn't even feel it it just happened you heard it you felt like you fucking see the impact yeah. of it. It happens usually in a moment when like for instance like you're picking up those batteries, you know you had to get that done. There wasn't an option. And that's yeah. why I've going back to you know the military thing is. I've had those moments where I've had to. There's no option here. Like I told you this story before, when where I almost fell off the fucking waterfall in Hawaii. Mm-mm. This is the moment where I realized who I am, like as a survivor. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see who, how I could survive. If, I, if the, everything ended and we had to live outside in the fire and the killing and elk, I think I could do that. But what happens when you're alone with nothing? How, are you going to really push yourself to that limit? And I had that moment, bro. And I heard about this hike called the Seven Sisters. And it was off these trails that I was running. And you had to pass, like, this old abandoned water station. And you had to hop a fence. And it was locked. And that's why I never went over there. But people kept telling me, if you go up that creek bed... Four hours, you get to the the nine, the seven sisters, seven sisters, and I'm like, okay, so I didn't want to go alone because I wanted to climb these fucking things because they told me there was ropes, ways to climb up them if it's not really waterfalling that 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 time. So this kid named Wyatt was my roommate. He slept on the couch all the time. He was junk, bro. He was from Hawaii, took every kind of pill I ever heard of, at once. Why? Prescribed. He was a nutcase. Like he, Some, was, he got arrested. He ended up getting fucking kicked out. That's a whole other story. Yeah. He got arrested in an apartment for being a maniac. But at the time, he was going to show me where this hike was because he was a local. The whole time, Riley, every 20 feet, 20 minutes, he'd stop and pack a full bowl of tobacco and hit it. One hit, hold it in, put his bag away and blow it out and go, ooh, and almost fucking pass out. Dude, we're hiking. What are you doing? Like, we're Riley walking over boulders for four hours. Humongous creek bed boulders. These, like, are, like, inside the earth. Like, because that's an island, you know? Like, 
It's like that's what's under a trail us right now. to our right the whole time. We could have walked up. I'm not saying nothing though. So I didn't see it. So we kept going, and about two hours in, I found the trail, and I'm like, bro, here we go. So we really got moving, and we fucking got there, and there's people there that were locals just chilling, drinking beers. So I started talking to him, and I was like, what happens if I go up this waterfall? Like, what, what can I expect to the next ones? And he's like, you know, I only gone up maybe three of them. Like, the third one's really high. The second one's doable. This one, we're looking at it. It's, it's like, not, just yes. like that. Just like this. Yeah. Well, it's door. a fun It's one. like the size of a door. It's the one the girls would go up. You, could, you couldn't jump off of it because there wasn't enough water at the base of it. But you could swim neck deep in that water. It was really nice, dude. And, I mean, probably disease-filled, but whatever. And so I went, I swam across this little pool, went up the rope, and now nobody's coming with me. It's just me. And I was like, if, if I'm not back, like, in a scum, whatever, in an hour, like, come fucking up there. So I'm not going for a while. So I go up, and I get to the next waterfall. It's only, like, a little bit of a walk. And you're in, like, a canyon, like a canyon, where, like, this fucking river might, must have been formed. I don't know. That's why there's these sections of waterfalls. Maybe it was from lava. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No scientist. So I get to this next one. It's about a story up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, let's go. And there's a nice rope on there. And I climb up it. I'm like repelling myself up it. I didn't even use the waterfall. I'm like, this is sick. Then I get to the next one. And it's huge. Like he said, bro. I'm like talking... A little bit higher than that house right there. So, three stories. And if you fall, you're fucked. You're, you're getting seriously you're injured. You're busting something. And if you're lucky, you maybe just get a bruise. But no, you're going to fucking hear it. Yourself. Oh, wait. Is there water below you, though? There's just a puddle. A little baby puddle. Because that one wasn't cranking. There was no water coming down it. So, I was like, fucking, let's go. I'm rock climbing now. And the ropes didn't start until halfway up it. And they were little teeny ropes. I could, I, would, I had to climb first so to no, see. Like, it's hard to grip. Just almost. to know what the rope was like. And I get there and I'm holding on and I grab the rope and I'm fucking yanking this thing every which way to make sure. So now I'm using the rope in one hand and you pulling my body to hold it on in case the rope goes on the waterfall. Then I get to another rope, which is a string. Dude, this is a string. Like basically, it's just fucking the remainders of the rope. Yeah. And I'm wrapped it around my hand. So it's like it's like, like a, cutting. It's like almost cutting into your skin. But like. not that. It was it was doable. Okay. And I went up it with that. And I remember trying to pull myself over the waterfall because it was a little bit of a like thing, like like yeah. at the very top. Like it kind of like was, it came out a little. Oh, those are scary, dude. So those are scary when your back kind of curls. I'm like that, and that's the last thing up. And now, right when I get over it, I go. How am I going to get down that? Yeah, how do you get down? With this little string, and I got to just trust my body to go under? Yeah. No. No. So I said, fuck that. I'm going to the next one. I went to the fourth one, Riley. This thing was huge. It was sick. And I went up halfway, and I go, Big rope or no rope? No rope. Because the same thing. And no water was coming down this No water, and I'm like... I think I can get up this. So essentially, you were just rock climbing. Yeah, and I was like, I can get up this. And it was, it wasn't like it was much bigger than the third one, but it was just like stunning. Like it was, it was just big. I don't know. It just 
psyched me out because I just felt like scared about the other one. And I went halfway up and I was like, really stinking. I'm psyching myself out a little bit. I was yeah. like, I don't if you think just I, did it, you would have done it. I don't know if I can get down that other one. And I went up a little bit more, a little bit more. You kept thinking about how you can't even get down the third one. How are you going to get and down I'm the fourth like, one? No, fuck this. And I went up and the fourth one. I'm just looking at the, the the stairs, basically, of all those waterfalls that just went up. And I'm like, this is sick. So, like, it's like a waterfall and then, like, what, 30 yards and then another one? Or, like, it's like 200 yards, 300 yards? Maybe from here to that house is the next one. Okay. That, so not, yeah, the, not that big. Like 50 yards away, each one. So, you know, you can see them dropping. I couldn't, I could hear those people still. And oh, so you're not it that was far e- away. It was echoing, you know? Okay. Cause they were having fun. It was loud. It was like distance, but I could still hear them. So if you fell and screamed, they would have heard. They might have heard me because I'm loud. And so, like I said, I was thinking halfway up that fourth one. I don't know. I don't know. And I just said, "Fuck this! I'm here. Like I don't care." And I went up it. I went and just looked at the fifth one, and this thing, bro, was just six stories high. There was no going up this thing. You could. No water on that one either. You so could. And there was just one big rope hanging on that one. And it was just swinging in the wind, <laughs> teasing me. And I was like, I, mean, I can't. So I just sat there for a little bit and just, like, took it in. And then I went so down. So now, like, 45 minutes probably have gone by. So now I went down the fourth one again, back down it. How did you get down? But it was flat. Why couldn't you walk left or right, like, down like that? No, because, dude, there was 100 feet. Hundreds of feet of, of, ca- of just canyon. Yeah, canyon. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It was rough, like it was mountains, but it was rough mountain. You couldn't wow. climb that. Wow. There's no, you fucking die easily. You come rolling down it. And That's... it was like a 90, it was like pitched. Okay. Crazy. So you literally, only, only option It was, was made from lava or something, that yeah. can that thing. So the fourth one was easy to get down because it was flat. My belly, I just hung over my waist and grabbed onto there was a rock too right there i had my left hand on it and I'm, I'm hanging over my waist and i put my foot and that was what was easy about the fourth one is because the fucking there was a step almost when yeah, you came could, down yeah and then once you kind of get going down you can and go. i was cool with the rope that mm-hmm. rope was good mm-hmm. but then i get to the third one and, and you're I'm, already psyched out about it i'm looking over and you can't see like the thing mm-hmm. under it and i'm like fuck it's like you're on it's like when we used to go to the uh, the indoor place Yeah right? that's exactly What it's like Going to, on a vert ramp To come down now mm-hmm. And I'm like okay Let me just take a second here And I just fucking Thought about it Envisioned it And then I Took that rope And I didn't wrap it Around my hands I didn't want to get tangled And I like Put my body or Like I, like I said before Like wrap I like put my waist down And like just tried to Like slide almost and I slipped, bro, and went, whew, holding swung the rope? like a Tarzan. Holding the rope. Off the one little string. And I was like, what? And I came back and I grabbed the fucking root. There was a root. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to hold. And I'm yanking it. And it was like, and I grabbed my foot onto this piece mm-hmm. of like rock, my big toe. That's it. And then I found my right foot, something safe, and I was like, okay. And I put all my weight on it, and then I started going down. And I made it down, and I was like, damn. That's like, but the adrenaline must have been crazy through that. Like, when you grab that rope, the yeah, pressure yeah, yeah, you yeah. put on that rope with your hand. But was- that's what, if I didn't experience adrenaline before, 
perhaps I would have fucked up because you start to get shaky. Yeah. And your body gets light and like you just like tunnel vision like blacking out almost sometimes. Like when I first experienced adrenaline rushes, after the fact, I'd get tunnel vision. I'd almost black out, dude. Like I'd faint almost. It's crazy. Your heart's it's like racing so the craziest high, right? rush almost to have. <laughs> so, like, when you got down, did you tell them like I almost fell, or were you just like? Oh. Yeah, I was like, that was, that was cool. That was fucking crazy. I almost slipped up there, but it's all good. Like, I, didn't, I just didn't Played it off. think anything of it. Yeah. And then more thinking about it later, I was like, that was, was no bueno, buddy. Yeah. Because even in a week later, I dumped the moped. I was like getting signs here to like fucking no, don't do these things. I had gotten a moped from, like, the neighbor for, like, 300 bucks. And it was running perfect. It was sick. It was, like, a $900 moped, but it was older, so it was fucking cheap. And I was ripping around the island in it, and I wanted to go to Haleiwa, the farthest, like, little, like, city. It's like a surf town on the North Shore. And it was maybe, like, 40 minutes, bro, on this moped, though. And, I, and all the fucking speed limits there are like 30 or 25. It's like, there's, there's no cops. There's maybe like a volunteer cop with a blue light on his car. That's it. So they're just cruising. Nobody like bothers nobody. And I get there and I'm like just chilling. It was fucking sick. I always wanted to chill like driving around a motorcycle or a moped like on the coast or something. And I was doing it. And I had like brought a rain jacket because I knew maybe it would rain because it's an island. And sure enough, it's fucking starting to rain. Yep. And I was just got lunch at this place, and it stopped raining, but it's slick out now. And I'm ripping back home. Maybe like half... Had a drink, maybe? Or no, two? no. I, I was only 19. I couldn't drink, dude. I was just chilling. Oh, yeah. You literally couldn't drink. So I fucking... Maybe I'm halfway home. I was about to come to this place called Turtle Bay, which was like a resort halfway in between Haleiwa and my town. And... All of a sudden, bro, this car comes up behind me and fucking goes to go around me. And I was like seeing him in my mirror. And I kind of looked back and I was like, oh shit, he's close. Let me get over. But when I went over and I looked back, when I looked around straight, when I'm going over the like white line, there's a fucking pothole the size of a crater. Dude, I nosed first the moped in it. And oh, I jumped. I'm like 25? 40. I'm cooking, dude. This thing went 60. I was like, wow. and, I, and I, I had this guy coming on my ass, so I wanted to go faster for him. He didn't have, he wasn't having it. Dude, he didn't stop. He kept going. Dude, I jumped off of it, and my foot, my right foot, like, uh, pushed off, like, the platform enough so I could go forward, even fat, like, in a, in a, like, a forward way, whatever. And... I slid like I was going in the second, but I had a belt on and it like, it saved my stomach, bro, from like grinding up. Cause my shirt came up a little bit, you know what I mean? But the belt rode it, rode the pavement. And my knee rode the pavement, okay? And my fucking hand rode the pavement, but that was it. The rest of my body didn't ride nothing. That is lucky as hell. Like, that's how you slide in the second. It's kind of, right? Like, you just fucking glide. Like, you know glided. first died, it dived. My head, my head was up. My chin was and up. And, like, when you hit the ground, did your head fucking... We're talking about wearing shorts and no helmet. And I'm going this fast, and I came fucking... And my elbow, that's what else. This one. 
and I'm like, what hit the ground? And this is me, dude, sliding out. Like I'm going so in a second, hand, bro. So your hand. So my hand, my elbow, and my knee, and my belt were sliding like this. And so this was just. Chunks. I went from here, bro, to that tree over there. That's like 50 feet. 40 feet. So you, the cuts on you were gross. When I stood up, I was <laughs> limping. I thought I fucking killed my knee. I thought I was fucked. I looked at it. I didn't want to look at it. It was fucking disgusting. Oh it looked like. I don't even want to say I don't it. want to think of that. I looked at my hand and it was like a vagina. Split. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? My elbow was. You think the guy would have been like, I'll drive you to the hospital. I had pebbles in my elbow. Hand everywhere, dude. Road rash. In my fucking jacket. I'll tell you that shower that night hurt. Okay, so here how about now this? One lady was like pulls over and gives me some napkins. She's like So you're just standing there bleeding. Do you need me to call somebody? And I go. I don't know, like, what the, dude, there's nowhere, we're talking about a back road, almost. There's no fucking people around, buildings, civilization, houses, there's just jungle in a road. And I'm fucking on the side of it, my moped is still ripping at 40 miles an hour, because it's stuck. And so I shut it off, and I, like, couldn't start it, it was junk. And I told the lady, it's alright, thanks for the napkins, and I started wheeling this thing. I'm like, I'm going to fucking have to hobble at least eight miles or something home. Something like that. So it's going to take you a solid five hours. Now there's a guy, like maybe a mile after, maybe a quarter mile. I walked a good little bit and struggling like, what the fuck? Am I, what happened, dude? I can't believe I just did this. I'm trying to start the moped and pissed. And I see this dude working on a telephone pole with a truck, pickup truck. And I go, bro, I just dumped this thing. Somebody ran me off the fucking road. I need help. Can you help me? Like, can you drive me to a gas station? Up? I knew there was one up there. I was like, can you just drive me? I'll give you money. It's like, no, don't, you're all right. Let me fucking help you put it in my trunk, the moped, and mm-hmm. I'll bring you there. He brings me to the gas station. I go in and buy alcohol. He's like, you got to fucking put some shit on that right away. There's a white dude, too. We were kind of, like, chatting. I don't remember really, like, anything what he's he was a, saying he to me, there. but he was nice. He was living there just being a dude. Mm-hmm. And um, I put this shit on my cuts and was instantly foaming. It foamed. Yeah. It's like, wow. I was like, this is wild. And I was just, like, gutting through the pain. Like, I wasn't being a bitch. It was burning. It stung. It fucking throbbed, but... Whatever. What am yeah. I doing now? I'm alive, right? I don't know. Yeah. So he's like, where do you live? And I was like, oh, I live in Haula. And he's like, oh, all right, I'll drive you over there. Just tell me where you go, where to go. How f- so this is like five, six mile drive. Now we're another, in a car, it seems it might be a little bit faster. I don't know. So we get there in like 10, 10 more minutes. We get to the yeah. fucking house. And my roommates come outside like, what the fuck happened? They pull the moped off. The kid starts it right up. I'm like, wow. And it's fine, dude. The moped didn't fucking didn't break. So why couldn't you start it? It was just flooded, I think. And at that moment, it was like maybe just like you know what I mean. It wasn't. You know starting. what, too? You getting on that thing would have been the worst thing. It would have been the worst idea ever. And so that guy hurt. fucking saved me, man. And I was like, I didn't know how to say whatever, thanks or anything. I, I didn't even want money, nothing. I was just like, like thank you, man. I don't know. And then I went inside and showered. Oh, I just like screamed like a maniac, dude. And then I remember my. You didn't take pictures of the cuts or nothing, huh? Nah, 
I know. I know. Dude, they were they were horrific. There was no joke. I mean, going 40 miles an hour on a scooter, I can only imagine what... I should have gotten stitches and and went to a hospital. And I never did. Dude, I just was putting aloe vera on it from the plant out back. And it ended up, bro, in two weeks, mending. It mended and healed. I was like walking around but in those two weeks I couldn't really open my knee or leg up no. I don't know if I fucked some shit up like I might have really like hammered it I don't know in that moment I was just worried about my head that was it what was the uh, thing you wanted to tell me that um, you wanted to say for today you said you had a story for me that you wanted to tell me well I think it was the guy with the batteries oh it was yeah, the guy with the batteries that was okay. that was gnarly that is crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I was here. Would you have called me if I was here? Oh, or? absolutely. It would have been so much easier. It would have been fun. <laughs> it would have been funny. We would have gotten done in like, in like half the time. Yeah, half the time. He saved the hardest battery for last. It was in like the farthest part. The tightest spot. Oh. It was great. It was wonderful. It was a you great. had to go over things and yeah, it was it was fucking a struggle. Yeah. But um, I definitely, uh, I definitely need to do something like that where i need to like get away you know like i've only really been east coast yeah you know well, i haven't been I think out the that reason way. i've been really talking about it so much is because i'm getting the itch it's this is like what you do though you know like yeah. you come back and you're like you're like finally you're starting your career in a way and like maybe it's like well i don't need the itch to leave anymore no it's, no no just I the need itch to, to fucking like get the adrenaline yeah going. that's what i mean that, not the itch to like leave here just like you want to you want to go out and ski. You want to go out and do something. I just need an adventure. That's I mean, all. dude, I've been happy. But the scariest thing I've you've done in the last three months is drive. You I know? need to scare myself. Yes. Literally, the scariest thing you've done is drive. Um, you can't. You're not skateboarding around. You're not doing anything. That's what you should do, though. You should grab a skateboard, longboard. I know, or and I was I was doing it last summer. I have Briggs pull me on the longboard, mm-hmm. and uh, I had some of the sickest moments in Vail doing that because I met this kid Tommy. This is a cool story. Um, we'll sh- we'll see how long it takes, but. I met this kid, bro, Uberin. Sorry, I'm just fucking blabbing. No, I love it. Go ahead. But um, I met this kid, Uberin, a couple of times in Vail. And he was, like, my our age. And he was cool. Like, he was at, one, at like, the third ride. He's like, bro, you want to come in and smoke? And I went in, and he had 200 fucking pieces. Glass bongs, dab rigs. Some of them with $1,500 rigs. You met this kid where? Ubering. And my, he was an, I was an Uber driver, and he was a fucking passenger. And I kept picking him up all the time. I, and I would always just be around his house when he would go to work. He worked at the, at the Ace Hardware. And I would, he ended up telling me I'd got like a DUI. He had a Range Rover, like this kid that I could tell had money. Because he lived in the fucking sick apartment too, right, right in Vail. So I started like getting to know him. We were hanging out, we were going out, going to bars, went to like a, a music festival that like Vail had. So now we're talking about like a month in, and he fucking had eight longboards. Dude, he had a twelve snowboards. Like I'm talking about, this kid just had mad shit. He was he had money. I don't yeah, know, he had whatever. Money. And he was kind of flaunty about it too. But he acted like he was future. He talked like future. Like a rapper. He dressed like him. He had the baggy pants, the fucking sweatpants, the with the. the this ankles. guy was a hood dude. He was he he was hood. He said he was from Chicago and like. That he, you know, flipped all... He did a bunch of drug dealing, and he had all this money, and he was just out here, like, living off of it. And I didn't ask questions, so... You don't ask questions. So, I knew he was, like... He was always getting fucked up with gas. And I knew he kind of, like, blow... Whatever. 
But oh, let me tell you about this night. He got an eight ball, and I watched him fucking kill it in twenty minutes in front of my face. Twenty. So I wasn't doing it. I wasn't having it. Twenty minutes. He cracked out massive gaggers and ripped them. And he goes, "You want to go longboarding right now?" I had my dog with me. And, and this I, was during the daytime? This was, it was dusk. The sun was setting. It was beautiful. And he goes, pick whatever longboard you want. Let's go. He was just all geeked out. And he was, he, he's great on a board, dude. He was fucking nasty. Doing tricks off curbs and jumping on a fucking bench. I was like, I can't do that. Like I'm letting the board ride and, and like jumping and, back And on. my dog's pulling me. And I'm not, I'm, I'm just fucking cruising. But he's like, you want to, you want to take the run right now? He's like, after three years of living here, I have like a fucking Tony Hawk run through this place. And it's like, Vail's like Disney. It's got a fucking downtown village, but it's huge, dude. And he's like, I got a whole run through this place, through parking garages, through the back alleys, through the fucking middle of the thing, and the fucking bottom of the mountain where the lift is. He, he traced it all out on a map because a map of Vail. He pulled it out and he's like, let's go. Follow me. We fucking start going, and my dog's chasing him like a maniac, bro. And he's this kid's cooking. He knows how to get a skateboard moving. Mm-hmm. And we're going 20 miles an hour, maybe, on the cobblestones, and he just takes a fucking right. And my dog takes a right. And if I didn't react, and if I was just to even think about did it, the, did it slide like a snowboard in a way? My skateboard, I would have come off of it and been fucked up, and, and I would have hit a building because it was right there. And my dog took my whole entire force to the right, and my snowboard, or skateboard, or the longboard skidded out like you said. Yeah. And there was like people there, and it was like in awe that we were doing this. Like we had the balls to rip through here yeah, like that. And one kid was like, holy fuck. It was like in slow motion. And his mom fucking hit him. I seen it all in one motion. Yeah. As we, you're sliding. And we just rip into this tunnel. And we come out the other side, and now we're in, like, this court of, like, the, um, it's called the Aerial Hotel. And we fucking come through it. This is where they're valeting cars. Ripped through, dude. He almost, did, it was like a movie, bro. The guy opens the door and almost hits my buddy. And I go the other way. And he meets me. He's like, holy shit, I almost just got knocked out. Now we're ripping down a fucking street that's, like, pitched into a parking garage. Dude, I'm not kidding. This was crazy. Around in the fucking, in a circle. Down the parking garage, out the other way. And your dog's with you. And he's going the whole time, bro. Up the hill, down the hill, pulling me. And I'm, like, dragging my foot. I had a uh, Chuck Taylor's. And at the end of this, I, I'm surprised there was no hole in the bottom of it. And my one leg was, at moments, keeping my fucking body on the board. And I was dragging my foot like a... Like a break. Break. I had no option. If I was just to let him rip, I would have been dead fucking hurt on the side. And I didn't fall once, and it was like one of the most sickest moments of my life. Because I wasn't a sick longboarder or no. snowboarder. You I mean, did um, something like double black diamond, you know? And people were around, like, fucking, like, what are you doing right like, now? Like, uh, what's that movie that we, when we were kids where uh, it's the uh, rollerblade movie? It was like, yes. And it was like with, Brink. Like, uh, it was yeah, like Brink. Brink. Remember Brink. that movie? Yes, that's Brink? what I'm talking about. And they, and it they was race. like a course. Yes, that's what I'm talking had. about. Brink. He, that's he, exactly and he And granted, it was probably because he was always fucked up. But, but hey. Um, so fast forward, like, I really, like, started kicking it with this kid. We were always chilling. 
we'll, we'll drive around, smoke, listen to the future, go out. We were having fun. I, I finally had a friend, dude, mm-hmm. there. And so he goes, yo, come over. Like, we're going to go to this bar. My buddy's going to come over um, and meet me and meet us, and we're going to go out. So I go there. My dog's fine. He's at the house. Like, I, I lived enough so I could go rip over there midway in the night and then come back out. It's cool. So that's what I was going to do. And I had him chilling there. I walked him. He took his dump. Fucking mad my buddies to Tommy. So I was chilling. Hitting dabs. This kid walks in. And you could tell he's junk, bro, from the get-go. He looked like Eminem stuck on crack. Like skinny Eminem, 8 Mile. <laughs> like worse than fucking Bunny. Whatever, bunny. whatever his name is. Rabbit. Rabbit. Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> worse than this dude. So... I'm, and he had a big backpack, and I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So he goes, yo, you want any Zans to the, to the kid Tommy? And he's like, yeah, how many can how many you got? He goes, as many as you need. Pulled out a fucking pill bottle, bro, like this, like a massive pill bottle. And he goes, all right, give me like like 150 of them, like a lot of them. And he starts pick, taking out this notebook, and this kid had fucking pages and pages of, no, of names he had Tommy's name, and he he erased one of the fucking tabs, and then he added to it. Like, you know what I mean? Just putting them in the book. And he whacked them out. He weighed it on a scale, because instead of counting them, he weighed them to, like, because he probably knows how much they weigh per number. This kid was a sci- Like, he had it down to a science. He had more in the bag. I'm getting to this. So he goes to baggy him up. He looks at him once and goes, oh, fuck. Puts him back in the pill bottle. Tommy goes, what's the matter? He goes, those are the cut ones. I go, huh? You can cut Xanax? He goes, I go, how do you cut pills? He was like, you want to know, really? He goes, I love talking about this shit. I thought he was kidding at first. Like, who the fuck are you? Oh, you can cut Xanax. So I go, how do you? I got Impressive. I go, walk me through it. He goes, what we do is we get a big fucking bunch of them. We powderize them. Yep. We have presses for perks, oxys, um, Adderall, every type of pill. Yep, they press them. And they press the fucking pill, and they cut it with whatever. And he goes, these are the farmies, he said to the kid, the pharmaceutical ones, the normal ones. What color were they? They were, like, white Mm -hmm. with, like, a... They said Xanax right on them. No, they had, like, numbers on them. Oh, yeah, that's... That one. Yeah. But um, they were both white. I don't know. I don't know. So, he goes, you guys ever done crystal? And I'm like, bro, I only smoke weed. Like, I'm not, I'm not this, I don't do this shit. And he's like, oh, that's respect. Like, he didn't care. Like, that's how the hippies are like that. They, if you don't fuck with it, you don't fuck with it. They're not going to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. So, he goes, I'm down. Because I told you, he fucking loves uppers, this kid. And crystals, crystal fucking meth. Yeah, I'm not. Like, Breaking Bad. Whatever they call it. You're smoking out Ice. Of the pipe. So this kid pulls out three baggies with crystals in them like you went to the fucking New Hampshire river thing. That Devos yeah. River and yep. shuffled fucking crystals out yeah. of the river with your thing. So I'm like, there's a pink one, a blue one, and a clear one. Just ice clear. And he goes, this one, he's holding the pink one. This one's good. It'll keep you up. It'll get you going. But you'll only be up maybe a day, maybe two, depending on how much you do. A day, maybe two. Now he goes to the blue one. He goes, this one here, 
gets right to the fucking point, and he goes, but you ain't gonna be up for a while, guy. And then he goes to the white one, and he goes, this one? You know, it's just a mess, it's a question mark. You could be up for five days, you could be up for a week and a half. And I'm like, you're kidding me, right? I'm just observing now. I'm just like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. At any moment, somebody could come in here and rob at us. Like, this is no bueno. So, the kid fucking takes out a glass pipe, like you see in the fucking movies, dude. Puts it in. This is like uh, Wolf of Wall Street in the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. He puts this clear, they did the clear one. Now, first, he snorted it. He crushed it up for the kid. And he goes, try this. He snorted it. He goes, ooh. And he goes, you want to smoke it now? He goes, yeah. He's fucking just torching it. And it's like, I don't know, bubbling up and shit. And smoking. And he hits it. And he just leans back. And he looks like he's... It's just like a drug addict now. I'm like, just looking at junks, dude. I'm like, around these people. You just watch someone do Chris and Alone yeah. in Colorado. Like, fuck this. I'm like, I, I'm out of here. Literally, I never... So... The kid left. He didn't end up going out with us. And Tommy was like, yo, you want to go out now? And I'm like, you know what? You just did crystal meth, buddy. I go, I never let my dog out. I got to go let him out, bro. But I'll hit you up and I'll meet you out. That's what I said. And I fucking got in my car, drove home, sat on my ass, smoked weed, and had a beer. And was like, I will never be around that a day in my life again. And if I am, I'm walking out of that room immediately because that was weird. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't about it, dude. That's like your moment of like realization of. Um, well, I'm not into what, pills. What, and well, fucking crystal meth. Well, you're looking at this and you're seeing like junk, and you're like, I don't want to do this. You this know? Like, is I don't not be around even this. an option for exactly. me. Exactly. That's what like, I was saying. Yeah, like, this is there's no option. Crystal for meth. So man. I go. How does that guy function? So I go. And completely ghost this kid. He called me. For like until I left and he even called me when I came home <laughs> like he, he was ne- why you never answer and just be like listen man like I didn't know what to fucking well that was back when you weren't I didn't want to tell him it. I wasn't chilling with you because of that and I was like I'm not even gonna consider chilling with you and not even you know what I mean say I'm not giving I you don't an- want to be around that so I won't be and I'll chill with you if you're not nah it was just like fuck that yeah you don't really know that kid. get it I, I only yeah. knew you for two months I don't want to go anywhere further with this because you could probably rob me no matter what. You're a junk. So I was just like, that was my final reckoning with the, with the whole drug world. Not that I ever did anything other than I did acid, mushrooms, and fucking what? Weed. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe tried whatever. Um, e. What is it? Molly or something? No, I don't know. I gummed out in, in the Vegas. And it was it was like, not, I don't know. I think it's because I did acid that night, too. <laughs> I always like a fear and loathing. Las well, Vegas. you take acid, it's, uh, it and takes That's all everything. that happened, yeah. But I remember like trying to taste it. And my whole like mouth was like, I didn't no. like it. Yeah, I was like, ooh. It tasted chalky. I was like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And I got a water, and then it was just like... Maliwana. Still tripping on the acid, which in when you trip on the acid, like, just I'm still fine. Like, if somebody came at me, I wouldn't be fucking in mo- uh, mobile. Depends on what part. Depends on what part, man. For me, it's more a mental thing. Yeah, well, it depends on what part. Like, if you're if you're in the beginning stages, middle stages, or end stages of the the trip, 
because if I'm in the middle stages when I'm like giggly and I'm like wired, my eyes feel like I'm popping out of my yeah. head and like I'm in my cartoon phase. No, Car- that's like the beginnings, huh? Like uh, for me, the beginning is like not too bad. The beginning's kind of like everything just starts to get brighter, enhanced. You know, you start seeing clearer. Yeah, you, you're you you're better. aware that your body's feeling and very I'm going different. through something. Yeah, and you're then aware finally, of that. It, after like two hours, you're like, okay, now this is it, and now I'm in it. And then you realize you're in it, and, like, you just take advantage of it. And then towards the end, it's, like, the best feeling in the world. Mm. Towards the end feels like ADD on... ADD (laughs) medicine. Sorry. ADD medicine, like Adderall, on steroids. That's the way I describe it. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm focused. Mm -hmm. Like... You're in very... Like, if we were doing that mountain climb, mountain run, and we were at... Let's say we took acid. Mm -hmm. Walked the trail (laughs) on the way up. We're loving it. That's when we're getting hit. We get to the top. That's when it hits when us. You, when you we're feel the connection of Earth. And then Literally, when I'm running. fucking wild as it sounds. If I, When I'm running down that mountain, I would be better off on that than sober. Well, I told you when I was in Utah, we did, we did mushrooms and just hiked the land around us. Because we lived on this, like, little town, like, like whatever. And it, lived, it was on a canal, kind of, like a reservoir. They called the Jordan Owl Reservoir. And there was, like, all these little trails there. And we wanted to see how close to the water we could get because it was like no snow anymore. And we wanted, we were just always looking at it every day. And yeah. We ate mushrooms, bro. And by the time we got to the beginnings of the trails, we were tripping, bro. But we never like strayed from the objective. We never were like fucking losing it. We went and found one of the sickest spots. It was almost fate with a fucking stone chair there just looking at the fucking mountain. Over the left was like the mountains, like the sickest. It was picturesque, like Apple TV shit. And then to the right was just fucking grassy kind of mountains. And if and, and when you were tripping, you would look left. And my, at least my feeling was, that's my future, because it's so like deep and like mysterious over there. You can go on and on like past those mountains. But then to the right, it just was close grassy fucking no mountains that's where you come from like that's your past you know what i mean i was getting deep dude that is crazy. but i was also feeling like the most free at that moment that i had that decision to make to fucking go to the future and or like accept the future's coming and get rid of the past or still stay you got there, there's an option right there like there was no going to the future unless you decided at that moment. Yeah, you have to decide. And I did at that second. I was like, I get it. I get why people did this back in the day, like smoke the peyotes and you need to not feed your brain those like information bursts, but I don't know, bro. You gotta fucking experience it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely it's not something. for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. I don't think any, anyone needs to be... I don't think you need to do it, I'm sorry, but I do fucking feel like... It's definitely something, if you're... It's beneficial. I think if you're in a tough your spot in your life... That's cool, yeah. I like that. You know, idea. like, if you're if you're trying to find a job, if you're trying to find, like, a career path, if you've got a girl problem, like, whatever, whatever is really... Not even a girl problem, more, more like, for yourself. Yeah. That's be for yourself. I was like, at that time going through both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was going through a lot when I... I've done it three times, four times, eh, more than that, eh, five, six, maybe, I don't know. And every time I was going through something. Yeah. I and, never, and like, just did, did it, like... Did you feel like it got through... It got you over that? 
uh, a little bit or each one was different each one was different like the first time maybe second time like kind of didn't like uh really get to the full top of yeah. it you know like kind of didn't really uh because it kind of got i got shut down we were at my prep school oh, and it kind of like, yeah. yeah it kind of got shut down so like that time like it don't even count but then the other the last three times i've been really like so the last time i did it honestly dude, it was the lowest point of my life and like i did it with this frat kid and all my friends were out they all went out and i wasn't allowed to go to the party because i headbutted this kid <laughs> it was halloween weekend and i headbutted this kid second party and for parties if anyone goes to college they know like three four parties in a row for halloween weekend right yeah. like thursday through sunday headbutted this kid on friday couldn't go to the party saturday sunday so i was like fuck <laughs> this went over to the frat kid's house next door popped two tabs of acid i can tell you everything right now that i did right i can tell you everything that i thought of and everything it's not the date rape drug no yeah and i'm telling you this right now i drank a whole bottle of jameson to my face and didn't go to bed i took it at like three in the afternoon took my second tab at like nine and didn't fall asleep until 10 a.m i fell asleep for 20 minutes on the couch woke up started drinking the jam i finished the bottle (laughs) i had like this much left woke up at 10 30 to my friends because it was sunday because we're boozing you know, yeah it's, college. it's now like, it's sunday it's now it's sunday it's booze time you know football's on we got into another party that night fucking boozing all day still on acid you still were tripping still were tripping uh, what all the way until that party that night was when it like kind of faded yeah there's no like awful down no thing. no it's, it's just not. like your brain's like did i really just think about all that yeah so much the dude. cool th- the thoughts are cool and, I, and you're not it's tired. It's how things were made, man. It's how fucking it's crazy innovations happen. It's crazy how there's a drug out there that can access your brain and make you feel not tired. And that one's not... modified by, like, engineers and fucking scientists. Talk about the natural ones that people did back in thousands of years ago. Yeah. Off they, plants or they something. They found root, a root from one spot of the jungle and connected it with the fucking bark of another tree, you know, tea and they made ayahuasca okay how do you figure that out they said the plants told them that's documented they said the plants told them yes smoke me when they go drink me when they were like how 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 is it that this was figured out the ancestors told us the plants were always told them how to do it like what the the shamans dude you go down and fucking do ayahuasca trips with the shamans but we gotta fucking wrap. You have to go to work, wrap man. This up. I gotta go to work. Um... Taylor's got work. <laughs> Taylor's gonna go to the strippy, aka the Squire. Shout out to Squire and Bull Banana. Great gentleman club. <laughs> um, I have another shout out. Yo, do you want to go see Joey Diaz September 29th? Yes. It's in the Wilbur. What's the Wilbur? It's uh, the theater in Boston. Dude. He's nasty. He's got wait, wait, wait. Is it like a comedy show? It's a literally stand-up show. Oh, Headlines. my God. Let's go. It's like a, that's a, it's like, it would be like watching somebody film their Netflix special. But he already did that. And he, he did that at the beginning of the year and he goes, Fuck this, I'm never recording a special again. It gave me too much anxiety. And he's like, I'm never doing it again. So we, you can never see him do a... Um, net, you'll never see a Netflix special or a special from him again. So you can only see him live doing him. And it's sick, we have to see him. Joey Diaz at the Wilbur. 
Joey Diaz at the war. September 29th. Be there. Be square.